Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is up, IDP Army fantasy football fanatic? It is your man, Jordan Reigns, at 50 Shades of Drunk. Welcome to the show. This is the IDP Army podcast. If you are watching on the channel, we have got week 15 IDP waiver wire targets and playoff targets for you for IDP fantasy football. It's going to be a good show. Before we get started, do me a big favor. Thumbs up this video. Subscribe to the channel. And do me an even bigger favor, go down in the description of this video. There are two podcast feeds. Please subscribe to both of our podcast feeds and please give us a five-star rating and review. It would mean the world to us. All right, so we're not going to waste a lot of time today. Not that we ever waste time around here. We're going to give you what you wanted. We're going to jump right into the IDP waiver wire targets for week 15. Before we do that, though, we do want to talk about we did have some big injuries this week. Okay. Some of the bigger ones, Big Q, Quentin Williams for the Jets, left the game after two sacks of Josh Allen with a calf injury. Still not sure exactly the severity of it, but it didn't look good. He did get his 11th total sack on the season, putting him to double digits, which was awesome. He's been having an amazing year uh, for IDP and just in general. Uh, It's a big loss for the Jets, but that defense and that team – they should overcome. They have some really good players there, but you're going to be missing Big Q down the stretch here. Hated to see that. Another edge rusher we lost this week to injury was Trey Hendrickson. Broke his wrist, apparently, while he was in the game. Played the whole fourth quarter with a broken wrist. I think they said he was going to miss like two weeks, two or three weeks. I don't know if that means they're just going to like cast it up and then he's going to play with a cast or if they expect it to be fully healed. But he's going to be out for a little while. Uh, we do have a replacement player on the waivers that we like for him. And then Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa for the Browns, the Cleveland Browns. He went down with an injury. I think it was an ACL. If I'm not mistaken, He's if not that, it was a pretty bad one. It's going to be three, four weeks at the very least from what I remember. I think it was months or weeks. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it's not good. So we do have an immediate replacement for him. Um. And I'll just tell you who that is, actually. It's Deion Jones. I won't spend too, too much time talking about him, but he's really just going to replace him. You know, they have so much depth with the the Cleveland Browns at linebacker. Deion Jones is actually going to be able to get on the field this week. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump on in to this week. So some some of these players were maybe on your waiver still or not. I just wanted to acknowledge that Willie Gay is having a great season. He had that touchdown the other day. Uh, he had an interception. He's not playing 100% of snaps, which some people knock in IDP, say a player can't be played if he isn't playing 100% of snaps. Willie Gay is directly challenging that. He's been putting up phenomenal weeks, as you can see here in his point totals since week nine. Uh, Eight-point game that week, not great. But since then, 26 points, 29 points, 10 points, 
13 points and 31 points this last week. So if he's out on your waiver wire by chance, uh, go get him. He's going to be great down the stretch because he's he's a, he's a dynamic playmaking linebacker. That's just reality. Two other players that I think were are kind of heating up here the last few weeks. Uh, well, not this last last week, but two. <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's AJ Epinesa and uh, Gregory Roussel. Now, Von Miller went out. We know it's an injury. They, they looked in with exploratory surgery. He's out the rest of the season. These guys are going to have to step up on the Buffalo Bills uh, line, and they've kind of already been doing that. Two weeks back-to-back uh, for Epinesa to have a sack of uh, 24 points this last week in total, and then 15 the week before that. And snaps are going to be going up. 36 this week, 20 the week before. Uh, dealt with a little bit of injury before that, but then he did hit 50 in week 10, and he came through with another big game that week, three tackles and a sack. Gregory Roussel, I wish I would have played him um, this last week. I took him out of a lineup, and this is so funny, and this is one of those anecdotes, but don't ever take somebody out of your lineup that's there you know, on the, the day of. And I had him in my lineup, and I don't even remember who I pulled in. I ended up winning still, but I remember when I moved him out of my starting lineup thinking, you're just jinxing yourself. Like now he's gonna have the best day ever. And he really did. Went out this week, two sacks, four or two tackles, 26 total points, and he was disruptive big time for the the Buffalo Bills this last week. So, and again, this is part of the ascension of he and Epinesa because they have to, you know, because Von Miller is no longer going to be playing this year. So if you're on your waiver wire and you're looking for defensive line help down the stretch, I like both these players a lot. Pete Werner, you knew about him early in the season. We talked about him as a wave wire pickup, I think week one or two. Uh, missed some time, an extended period of time here. He's been out since week 10, but he is set to be back soon, potentially back this week. Uh, I know he came back already to practice. He was inactive this last week, but look for him to potentially come back and be a difference maker for you if you're still in the playoffs. Uh, and he could be on waiver wires because, again, he's been injured for a while. Those teams may be dropped him making a playoff push go look if he's there and your waivers are still open really like pete werner to have on your team down the stretch here uh as a, as a quality linebacker not just quality really good i mean it's easy to forget to start the season 29 point game and he didn't dip into single digits until week nine and that was the week that he left with an injury so to potentially find that on your waiver wire it's worth looking looking around take a look monty rice He's coming in uh, to play as the direct replacement, essentially, for the the terrible linebacking situation that is the Tennessee Titans. It's been a, a whole big thing this year, people coming in and out, injuries, what have you. Uh, but Monty Rice right now is the guy it looks like. Uh, this last week, 51 snaps. He had 12 total tackles. He's, he's had some stretches in the past where he's been playable as well. I mean, the past, I think it was last year, he had a couple of games. Um yeah, he only got yeah, he had 30 tackles last year. So he had a couple of games where he was fancy relevant. He's already matched that production this season. And he's got some uh what we have here, 15, 16, 17. We have three weeks left down the stretch. So if you're looking again for linebacker help, Monty Rice, somebody to look for. Now, Josh Uche, he came on strong last night. He's come on strong the last three weeks. In the last three weeks, he has one sack, two sack, three sacks. Not three total. That's the order they've been in. So he's got six sacks in the last three weeks, okay? And he had a three-sack game in week nine. He's exploding down the stretch. Matt Judon was raving about him. If you watch the post-game press conference, said that he's the best pass rusher on the team. 
he looks good. He looks like he's kind of finally developing into the, the monster that some people thought he could be coming out of college. Um, and it, it, 37 points this week, 30 points last week, 37 points in week nine. I mean, that's defensive line. This guy could be on your waiver wire. Probably is. I would be willing to bet he's on more waiver wires than you would think. So go out there, look for Josh Uche. He gets Las Vegas. He gets Cincinnati. He gets Miami down the stretch here. I don't really care who he is at this point. If he's getting with the kind of accolades and praise he's getting and with the numbers he's putting up and his snaps seem to be trending the right way, although I don't trust Bill Belichick and I don't suggest you trust him either. Again, the upside he has to, to play for you, I think he, he's better on your team than off. And if you're playing on sleeper, which you should be, he is linebacker and defensive line eligible because that's awesome. All right, here's old Deion Jones. As you can see, you know, even since going to the Browns, he hasn't really got much playing time, but that changed this last week with JOK going out with the other various injuries that linebacking group has. Deion Jones is going to get play time down the stretch here. So he's somebody that, you know, if he he has another of these players like Pete Werner, but probably even more so than him, who is almost guaranteed to be on your waiver wires just because he has not been useful this year. Go get him. You know, I'm not usually a big Deion Jones guy, but I, you know, I respect the game we play. And if you want to win, he's a player, like I said, coming in that looks like, and we know has the reps. We know, we know we can do it. He now has the opportunity to do it. Here's the guy, uh, Joseph Asai. He's who I was looking at. He's kind of my main pickup. If you are missing Trey Hendrickson and looking to fill that void, he does play on the Bengals. I think he's a... I don't think he's a first-round pass rusher, <clears throat> but he, he's getting minimal snaps, very minimal snaps last few weeks. But he did get home with a sack a couple weeks ago, and I last two weeks ago, I think you might have even seen that one. If you watched the Bengals game, you probably did. But I remember noticing that sack happen because I was like, "Oh, that doesn't look like the typical edge rusher I see," you know, coming off for the Bengals because it's you know Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson, who are two white guys. And I was like, "Man, he looks twitchy. Like, what's going on?" I was like, oh, "Okay, Joseph Asai." So. Now, with Hendrickson breaking his wrist, Asai could potentially be seeing an uptick of snaps. If he's on your dynasty waiver wires, I would suggest you make room for him because at 22 years old, you know, he's somebody that in the offseason I'll probably talk about a lot too in dynasty as well as a potential value add down the stretch, you know, or just in general. I mean, his time horizon and his upside is massive. You know, if he's getting an 11 point game on 12 snaps, you know, I mean, he had 18 snaps at one point, but I'm just saying. He has a lot of upside. Let's get him out there for a 45-50 snap game. Well, he had one 40-snap game. But let's get him out there again. Give him a little shot. So if you're looking for DL help, if you did lose Trey Hendrickson, and if you're just you know perusing your dynasty waiver wires for some of those deeper IDP targets, guys like that, uh, like Joseph Asai or somebody to look for. So looks like we got some questions in the chat, so I'm going to answer these because I love y'all. And... Uh, yeah, just do, just do our thing, our typical thing. Uh, you know, the show and the, the vibe of the channel is, you know, it's obviously evolving and changing and all that stuff. I usually go on. What's up, brother? Thanks for the add to the Twitter group. Yeah, if you if anybody out there wants to get added to the Twitter alpha group chat, just DM me or throw a comment in the link or comment down below and we'll try to get you in there. We also have the community tab on the YouTube channel. You can leave comments and conversate there as well. Pick three, rest of season, Goff, Brady, Danny Dimes, Cousins. Give me Goff, give me Dimes, give me Cousins. Finally get to start A.G. Brown. Do, 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 do. 
And Jacobs then injury bug hit. Yeah. I mean, injuries are every season. You know, nothing, nothing lasts. What do you think about Boogie Basham? I like him. He's a, you know, he's a deeper stash kind of guy right now for Dynasty. I don't like like him as like essentially a plug and play. But, you know, he's a guy that he's a name that's been in the back of my head for a while. Been watching him for a little while, uh, you know, but he's usually in an auxiliary pass rushing role. But if he continues to develop and, you know, see snaps and be productive, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a name to keep an eye on for sure. Jordan Rain, Jay Rain's playoff energy. I got a question for you. I have Devin White, Zier Franklin, and Nick Bolton are free agents. What do we do with? Well, I mean, if you have Devin White, I probably just ride with him. I mean, you guys know I've told you this before. You know, when I pick a player, I typically will just, you know, if it's one of these situations where I, I have a very minimal starting roster, like only one or two linebackers, I'm just gonna. I know I don't play musical chairs. I just play my guys. And I don't stress about it. So if Devin White's your guy, and he has been, just I wouldn't, you know, be looking off for greener pastures for Zier Franklin or Nick Bolton. Yeah, it might work. It might not. If you know, no matter what it is, it you know, it's just it's added stress to kind of even think about that to a degree, you know, and it's variance at that point. But just one player, just leave Devin White in and, and see what happens. That's how I would handle that. We got PFF Deion Jones. Yeah, I uh bold take. I mean, I had a huge rant about PFF on Sunday, which I'm gonna clip up because I think it's gonna be it's funny, but I think it's gonna look I don't know. PFF, I don't think they'll be around in five years, six years. And if they are, they'll have a massive, like they're going to have a massive rebrand. Because they had like a $4 billion valuation round, or they just got tons of money VC funding like less than a year ago, a year ago. And they just laid a bunch of people off, lowering their prices. What does that tell you? That tells you their product is not in demand. Why? I think we all know why. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Anywho, um, man, I usually don't do videos or pods this short, but I mean, I had my, I had stuff really set up today. I don't, you know, not really like dig through the stats necessarily. Really just wanted to highlight the players on the waiver wire that we're looking at. You know, I've done my kind of my take on the, on the defensive player of the year, and I haven't changed my opinion. I think that it should be uh, Nick Bosa. I know that there's been a lot of people, a lot of loud people saying that they want it to be Mike Parsons. And there's, I understand the argument for that. I get it. And it's an easy argument to make, but I think that it's a bit disingenuous and a bit contrived 
a bit contrarian and a bit inflammatory on purpose. That's what I think. And that's fine. Um, I think it's an argument you can make and you don't look too dumb making it. But I think that Nick Bosa is that man. And that's not to say that I don't think Micah Parsons is that man, you know, but what, what people are trying to, to make it isn't exactly what it is. So I would love to hear who y'all think should be the defensive player of the year. Is it Max Crosby? You know, he doesn't get anywhere near as much love as he probably should. Raiders have been picking up some steam here. Got a few more questions in the chat. I'll answer. GQ venue says Mike White or Taylor Heineke, Kenny Pickett, Russell Wilson, owner, LOL. P.S. Thank you for what you do. One of my dogs is scratching at the door. Go Mike White. Go Mike White. Wait, he still had like 14, 15 points this last week. He got beat down. I mean, he was still throwing dimes. That game was so weird. That Bills, that Bills Jets game was so weird. Yeah, PFF terrible product price point. Yeah, I mean again, it's it's it, it's not wasn't built to last. Dog. We need VC investors and IDP man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You guys know me. I'm I'm so grassroots and I'm so. I mean, I know I actually look pretty good today, but I'm so I'm too grimy. You know, what I'm saying like people don't want to dump a big bag on me. <laughs> they might fuck around. I might blow up the Death Star. They don't want that. They want me to assimilate. If I hit the lottery, you'll have an envelope waiting to become the only man associated with IDP as it should be. Damn straight. I appreciate that. We'll take it. And it'll it'll be it'll go in the right, it'll go in the right places, I promise. ETN or Walker half PPR. Give me Walker. I mean, if he's coming back, let's play him. Why not? I'm not a big ETN guy anyway. I do think he's better or he has been better this year than I thought he would be, but that's because his situation is massively different than it was to start the season. So, you know, things change. That's the number one variable you got to remember in fantasy football. And that's why these guys that people, that's why you guys know my takes and how I give my advice. I always say, this is what I would do. I try not to ever frame it as this is the right decision. You know I mean, if you just want like the computer generated, like this is the right decision, just play your projections. OK, like if that's what you want, if you just want some sterile analytical jargon thrown at you, it's literally just play your projections. But you don't come here for that. You come here for something a little bit more in depth and that's nuanced and that's an opinion. And that's why I'm always like, this is what I would do when I DM people. Whenever I answer questions I, you know, here or in the comments, it's always this is what I would do. Why do I say that? Because I know that like that, everything changes in the NFL. I can't talk shit on Kyler anymore because he got hurt last night, but I got plenty of tape talking trashed on him beforehand before. And, and you know, it's going to be like a year and a half, two years of people. Now this Rocky narrative will keep going. Uh, you know, things change quick, quick, quick. But at the same time, they don't, you know, a year from now, I'm sure a lot more people will feel like Kyler about Kyler like I do right now. And all that's changed is he got hurt. You know, those didn't, you know, he didn't get worse at football, but it's just taken that long for you know the residual effects to kind of set in. So any more questions, any more comments? Smart ass, smart ass comments. 
like I said, the biggest thing y'all can do if you want to do me a favor, do us a favor here at the channel is go subscribe to both the podcast feeds that are below uh, because we're going to be, you know, we have four podcasts. We have the Best Ball Fantasy Sports Show. We have Dynasty Tailgate. We have Offensive Points. We have the IDP Army Podcast. Not everything makes it on the YouTube channel. Not everything makes it on the one podcast feed. I mean, we have a lot of content shot out there into the ether. So uh, if you want it all, it's, you know, it's not all as good as me, you know, but I'm just teasing. <laughs> Kyler Karma Murray. I don't know what he did to do that, but I just, I just know he just, you know. anyway, hope he, hope he gets better soon. You know, thoughts and prayers to Kyler Murray. Should I ride with Alex Highsmith and Zedaria Smith and the DL slot, or should I go after it, not them? slots or who should i go after if not them i like both of them why wouldn't you play them i like smith and i like high smith high smith uh one of the leading sack guys in the league still to this day he has 10 sacks on the season zadari smith has nine and a half you know high smith did have kind of a down week a couple weeks ago but he still has 47 tackles on the season eight of those for a loss 15 quarterback hits zadari smith 20 quarterback hits 36 tackles, 15 for a loss. I'm fine. I mean, those are guys that you, you know, plug and play every week. So, all right. Well, this has been fun. Uh, do me a favor. Go watch the Dynasty Risers video that I did on Friday. I have a Dynasty Fallers video I'm going to do. And these aren't like my opinions. This is just like the Dynasty market going over it, looking at keep trade cut, seeing who's gone down. Uh, who's gone up the most, you know, based on the market value, showing spots where we've been ahead of market on certain players and how you can get an edge to win your fantasy leagues. That's what we do here. You know, talk about it. We be about it. Also, no one's asked yet. I have some of the folks, we'll stream a little later today than usual, but the IDP Army, the Green Ranger team in the bash. What do y'all think? Y'all think I'm letting you down? No. We're just scooting and booting, baby. Coming for that number one spot. All right. We living good out here. We living good out here. Don't 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 say I didn't tell you Jarek McKinnon was gonna be a good play this week. All right. Guess who guess who had guess who drafted Jarek McKinnon in the bash? You might know him. You might have heard of him. I know a guy. Guess who played him? Might know a guy. It's like that. All right, IDP Army, we really about it. Um you know, thoughts and prayers. We made it through another round. I think we got like three more weeks. We're down to the last 25 right now, I think, or what, I don't know what the number is, but mm. we're this close, baby. We're this close. Keep manifesting. Keep manifesting, squad. And the bash only going to get bigger and better. That's the other thing, too. Like, this is my promise to y'all. If and when I win the bash, when it comes back next season, forget about it. I mean, you'll, you'll never get a winner like me again. You know, it's going to change the whole world, but, you know, we might spit shiner up a bit. Jesse Bates finally had a good week. Just saying, yeah, that's how it goes. Everybody, like, look at Chandler Jones. He finally had good, two good weeks in a row. What are you going to do? Too little too late, my guy. It's week 15. Brisker or Deshaun Elliott? Ooh, that's a good question, but it's definitely Brisker. He's got just more upside. I think he just has more upside on that team, especially with Roquan leaving now. Uh, not that Sanborn's a, a slouch, but I think there's just a little more opportunity for him to get up there and maybe pick up some extra tackles. And 
He's a dynamic playmaker behind the line of scrimmage. And <clears throat> Andy, you know, as, as all good safety should be. Let me see if I can pull up the pass deflection leaders. Yeah, I think Sauce Gardner's pretty much got the defensive player of the year as far as rookies on lock. He has 16 pass deflections, 54 tackles. He's got three tackles for loss, which you can be like, oh, okay, like that's, you know, that's not bad. I saw something the other day, I think. Aiden Hutchinson has four tackles for loss. Aiden Hutchinson is a defensive line player. And he's tackled four people behind the line of scrimmage this season. I'm going to double check this real fast because I really want to know now. And Sauce Gardner, who's a cornerback, he's got three tackles for loss. Okay, Aiden Hutchinson's up to six tackles for loss. He had two last week, so he did have four until this week. Good for him. I'm just saying, it seems like it's Sauce Gardner's to just run away with at this point. <laughs> yeah, there's always good points on the bench. Best IDP channel in the game. Yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, I kind of wish. No, I appreciate that first and foremost. Thank you. the The competition is not overly stiff. Let's just put it that way. It's easy to look good when your competition is what it is. Competition. We use that word liberally around here. Brisker or Baker? I'm in the playoff starting week 16 and hopefully 17. Ooh, Brisker or Baker. All right. This is actually going to warrant a little bit of a more in-depth look. Let me go brisky here. Oh, brisky. Brisket. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's so – he's just dynamite. Just looking at his box score, it's just dynamite. Hmm. It's going to be hard to justify taking him out for any reason, and even for Buda Baker. Let's see. Is there any way you can play them both? Like, what's up with that? What are you doing out here, Cliff? Man, but Buda Baker's just got that floor that's so high. Last two weeks, though, only 10, but then you can argue it that he, he's got it coming. Man. I think I would go brisker. Uh, he's just got a little bit more impact play upside. And I mean, I, you guys know how I feel about Buda. You know, he's, he's great. He's high floor, high ceiling on the year, but. He doesn't make a lot of high-level impact plays, you know. And like I said, I mean, Brisker is out here doing his thing. So, he gets Philly. Philly can drive the ball. I mean, they're going to have possession a lot. I think I'm going to lean Brisker, as crazy as that is. Double-check me on Sunday morning and make sure I get my rankings adjusted to reflect that. I think this is one of those times where I actually think I might make a switch. Like I was just talking about how I don't do that, but I might for this one. Just because Brisker shouldn't like, you know, we have to drop Baker only one. Well, if you're going to do that, wait till like Sunday then. So nobody else can pick him up and play him against you. Right. All right, y'all. In order to make the algorithm love us more, I am going to shut this video down right now because we don't want to go over 30 minutes. So do me a favor, subscribe to the channel. And yeah, tell a friend about us and we'll be back on Sunday morning with the Sunday morning live stream answering start sit questions and then I'll be back later to not today but in a couple of days 
with the top five dynasty followers per keep trade cut. And make sure you subscribe to both of the podcast feeds. Links are in the description. Having a very special guest coming on the Best Ball Fantasy Sports Show. Uh, we are recording that on Thursday morning. So that will come out sometime over the weekend. You won't want to miss that. It's going to be awesome. So IDP Army, until next time, deuces. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.